Good evening, beautiful beings, and welcome to another episode of Paranormal and Proud. I'm your host, Serena, and I want to thank you for joining me for another episode. Tonight, we are going to do something just a little bit different. I had the pleasure and the great opportunity to record a podcast episode with a good friend of mine by the name of Ricky. He has his own podcast called Anything is Possible, the AIP podcast. Definitely put his link in the show notes. And it was a blast. We kind of just shoot, shot the breeze and chatted it up for a little bit and kind of talked about our own podcasts and just told some stories and had a great time doing it. Definitely going to do it again. I actually met Ricky through a show called Troubled Minds, and that happens to be the radio network. I'm on the KUAP Digital Broadcasting Troubled Minds Radio. It's a really great community. They have a Discord and everything, and you can chat it up with the members, and the regulars are quite fantastic, and Ricky happened to be part of that group, and we struck up a friendship. We're both podcasters, and we have a lot of interest in common, so we decided that we were going to collaborate on a podcast together, and it was a little rocky as far as the audio went, because we literally were using the Zoom record for the first time ever, so that was a little interesting, but, you know, it was a learning experience, and we had a great time doing it. Now remember, my friends, you can find me on almost any podcast platform. I got my link tree in the show notes. You can find me on pretty much everything except for Apple, unfortunately. That is still something I haven't really figured out yet, but if anybody has any insight on that, feel free to let me know. Alright, my friends, my beautiful, beautiful friends, sit back and relax and enjoy this fun learning experience of a podcast I did with my good friend Ricky. Okay. That was right into my ear. Oh my god. We I can cut this we can cut this first part out. But <laughs> well, we leave it I, in. I don't know. We are learning. We're learning here. That almost made me fall or, off my couch. Or <laughs> our first joint venture podcast. Yeah. Or something yeah, like that. Definitely an adventure. With the AIP podcast, anything is possible. And. Paranormal and proud. <laughs> yeah. Basically oh. means I'm weird and paranormal and I'm proud of it. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. And we're All trying right. to figure this thing out as we go. Learning. Yes. Brand new. Big hold up. Trying to learn. Trying to Definitely. But as always, with the AIP, we can talk about anything, and so we're going to probably talk about any random thing we can in the next 30 minutes or less. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
Well, we I know. Probably, probably going to yell in our ear. All right. So, shall we talk about our podcasts? Yes, yes. Sorry. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So, Ricky, you do anything that's possible. Yes. And what does that mean for my listeners who have never heard you before? Eventually, I want to grow, like, to the point of just different people coming on and talking and just discussing different subjects. I've I've been real lucky. Like, I got to – I've had – I had a religious debate one time. Well, not debate, just a discussion, really. It wasn't even a debate, but it was, like, a, with a broad variety of people from even a, from pagans to witches and Christians and all in the same little – we're all sitting outside and we just got together and like it was a whole bunch of different thought process of like religion. We're sitting there and just having a conversation. It was no anger, no yelling. And I like that concept of, you know, Hey, I have my ideas. I have my personal views and, and then somebody else can have their, their personal views, but they don't encroach on my views and don't get angry because of mine. And I don't get angry because of theirs. And I want to do more That's of that. That is such a concept nowadays. People get so offended if you don't have the same opinion as they do. And oh, that's a, one of the things. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's it's a bit much like I always preach, you know, when I you know, always try to say something positive on my podcast other than, you know, the story I'm telling. And, you know, it's like we can all have different opinions and different views without being wrong. Just because somebody doesn't agree with you doesn't mean that they are wrong. You know, there's so many different things out there that who knows what exactly is right especially yeah, when it comes to religion yeah i mean it's different what they've been through life's experiences and you know if one person's been through through certain things they can't con- try to conceive what this other person's been through and see the same point of view you know somebody's been you know as a child was beaten every day, you know, they, and then you have another person that was in a, a good loving home that hugged them every day. Neither one really understands what the other person's even been through. Cause like, right. I didn't, you know, one kid, I didn't get any hugs. I don't even know what a hug is. And the other kid, you know, I, I never had a hand laid to me, you know, and so their right. mind process and the way their mind is, is brought in is just, they especially, most people, you know, view things with their own little blinders, you know, and that they're of what they understand, and that's it. And they'll really open up a little bit and see that, hey, there's other things too, but sometimes that's a blessing and a curse when you can see open because there's so much terrible negativity out there. But, but yeah, yeah that's my goal with my podcast is just, just sit there and just talk about whatever. And if somebody needs, hear something or a subject you know i'll be here to to try to put my spin on it really and see what happens really yeah your messages are always they always have you know heartfelt positive you know sometimes it's a little sad like the other day you were talking about you know what losing people and everything but it's always got something like you know you lose people but that means life is short you should always tell somebody love them and you know, 
tell them that how you feel about them and not miss chances like that. And I really, you know, it's like, I appreciate your messages. They really make you think it's kind of like yeah. a starting kind of thing. And it's really nice. That's all my goal is, you know, is to make, you know, somebody just look at the, look at my view just a little bit, open their mind or just think about it. And I know I've had a few people, I had, I had a whole lot of listeners, but I've had a few people and they always come to me positive, you know, it's oh, I didn't mm -hmm. even think about that. Or I didn't think about that situation and in that light and just open their minds and make them think more, you know, try to be more positive or, um, like on that, just try to, you know, hopefully they call somebody, you know, somebody calls somebody they love and say, Hey, you know, Hey, I love you. Cause, uh, because we are, you know, it's just a moment of time, really. Yeah, life is short. I know it's funny, like, my family has this belief, you know, like you've heard the belief that if you see a cardinal, it's somebody that is, you know, saying hello from the other side. And also my family's really into deer hunting. And my aunt that passed away, she always, when we'd go on trips or something, even if it was to the grocery store, she'd be like, watch for deer, kids. And I remember one day I was driving through the park on my way to work. I drive through a parkway and there was a few doe at the edge of the woods and they were just staring at me as I drove by them. And then all of a sudden a cardinal flies past my car and that kind of inspired me to call my mom. And I just like, hey, mom, <laughs> I saw some deer and I saw a cardinal and my aunt passed away about seven years ago. And, you know, she was the one who'd always say, watch for deer. And that was my mom's sister. So she's like, oh, Linda's saying hi. Call your mom. <laughs> so I called her and chatted with her for a little bit. You know, she lives 15 minutes from where I live still, but we don't talk every day. Mm -hmm. You know, and it was just kind of like a little inspiration. Like, hey, thinking about you. Saw some deer in a cardinal. Kind of felt right to call you. Yeah, I had so. uh, my mom had a situation years ago. Like she had a. Um, yeah, it was a dog. I try to remember. It was a dog cat. It was a dog that passed away, and she wouldn't even think about it. But she was right, running late for work, and oh, well, wait, late for somewhere. She wasn't going to work. She was going late, and then she come outside and like I seen the seen the dog out there. She's like, okay, well, let me go get you some food. And went in the house, brought out some food, and it was gone. It disappeared, like nowhere near in sight. Mom walked around the yard and was looking and looking, looking, looking for this animal. And she was like, well, I got to go. I got somewhere I got to be. And she jumped in her car. And about the time that she got held up, there was a wreck on the interstate. And it was a bad wreck. So she could have yeah. been right in the middle, possibly killed because of that wreck. And because right. of that, that animal decided to say hi and keep her there at the house just a little bit longer, just long enough. You know, it's, uh, you never know. No, you know, animals, can be, animals can be used and for positive for sure, you know. Oh, yeah. That's why they like therapeutic and everything. It's pretty, pretty amazing what they can do for you. Like, I always say the, the world, even on the other side of the Rainbow Bridge. You know, you can, I'm such a big sap when it comes to dogs. Like I, I love true crime, but whenever it comes to animals, 
and kids being hurt. You know, I, I can't deal with that. I can listen. I can listen to a book. I listen to a lot of books at work sometimes because I can have my headphones in all day. And there's this one book and it was kind of a sad story, but it was, um, it was, it was fictional, but it was kind of based off Columbine. And they're talking about the teenager that, you know, did the school shooting and everything, but they're talking about like kind of his childhood and everything. The whole book, you know, you know, it touched me, obviously, you know, it was emotional, but the part, only part that I actually cried during was the time where he was talking about how his dad had to put his dog down in front of him. Like the whole book, I'm fine. You know, it's like emotional, mm-hmm. sad, but then you're like, I literally was at work and I'm tearing up as I'm filling prescriptions and everything. And I'm just like, oh my God, not the dog. She's just like, I'm such a sad, especially when it comes to dogs and cats, you know, animals in general. The world, the world is not good enough for dogs because they are the most, some of the most amazing creatures. No, no, we don't deserve animals. We really don't. We treat them like terrible. You know, there's a lot of amazing people that, that treat them. My mom's mm-hmm. one of them where she, she's always rescue groups and she's had people like pull it pull in front of her house and just throw animals out of their door into her yard wow. and drive off and you know hey we got <laughs> we got a new friends you know when wow. I was a kid I've seen that a lot like you know well they're in the country so they can take care of themselves no oh, that probably what's going to happen is a hawk or something is going to eat the poor thing you know it's right sad. you know no, people poor don't family. well they're they're animal they've been domesticated they've been sitting in a house being told the only thing the food they know is it's bold, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's sad, but I've seen a lot of terrible, terrible things, but yeah, we don't deserve animals. We really don't. And the few good people that try to take care of them, like my mom, is just. It's not enough. Between. Yeah. I know if I, if I could, like I had to fight to get our cat that we have in our apartment. I mean, if I could, I would have an animal sanctuary because they don't allow pets. So I had to get him certified as emotional support animal and everything. But yeah, if I could, I would have dogs and cats. It would be amazing. Just have to move out to the country one day. Yeah. I I grew up out in the country. I grew up kind of in the boondocks, but my parents were... We had we always had a dog. We had a cat, couple cats for a while, but it was like they wouldn't let us have a zoo. But the neighbors up the road kind of had a zoo. They had ducks that would end up by my parents' bird feeders. They had domesticated rabbits that would end up in the yard and stuff. It was pretty entertaining. All of a sudden, you'll you'd hear like this quacking, running towards, and like this sound. The mm-hmm. ducks would be all coming over to eat at the bird feeders. Really? Wow. Have your animals. It's great that you got them, but keep them in your yard. <laughs> coyotes gonna come and eat them. You know, we got yeah. they got a field behind there. Oh, there's coyotes out there. And I had barking some, at night. I had some chickens. I was at. I was renting like 14 acres out in the country a while back. I had like a little acre lake and had a nice. shop. And uh, I was tiny house living right there. I had my little camper. I was sitting there so. I had everything I needed. I had a lake, I had a shop, and I had my little tiny house. It was just me. So, and uh, a friend of mine is like, "Man, can I come move my camper on there?" I'm like, "Yeah, I don't care." So he moved his camper, and he's like, "Can I get chickens?" So I'm like, "I don't care." 
So he had chickens in the and he put the little pin right beside his camper. Well, one day he decided to move his camper. We did. He broke the pin. We had little chickens mm-hmm. running all around. We're chasing oh, no. chickens around. But he was working on a pin, a bigger one, mm-hmm. so they could have. And he went on to put the chickens in, and he didn't have it secure. And then poor oh, no. destroyed. Absolutely oh. destroyed. Yes. I don't know what got them poor little things, but it was heartbreaking. That come in is just some. Like, where's all the baby little chickens? And he was like, it's Ricky, it was a massacre. I was like, oh. That's, that's so sad. It is. I was like, all right, no more of that. I don't want that to happen again. Oh, man. I can't imagine. I'd probably lose it. <laughs> yeah, it was it was rough. Mm-hmm. So that sounds pretty amazing, living in a camper by a lake. Yeah, the old camper wasn't. Eh, I I bought an old camper from a friend of mine, like five hundred bucks, and he had all the stuff to need to fix it. So I fixed it up and redid the floors. I did redid everything. I stayed in it for a while, and then then I uh, then I bought like a brand new camper and moved it there. And then I was like, eh, I'm just tired of it. I was getting a little tired of tiny home life. I'm like, well, if I need to. In my mind, I was like, well, if I can, I can't help nobody. Nobody can come stay with me or something like that. If somebody needs a place to stay or something, I was like, I'm living in a tiny house or something. And then, yeah. then I found this house here. So here I am. Moved states and moved about an hour away from where I was. But, where were you before? But then I then uh, moved to gym about a half a mile from my house. So now I have a on my other side of things is I teach martial arts. So I have a gym that's half a mile from my house so I can ride a bike to it. And, and if I want to. That's amazing. 115 degree heat. I'm not riding no bike in it, but. Eh. Yeah. It is hot up here too. I mean, we got that Tennessee heat up in Wisconsin. I think you sent it up here. Yeah. It's uh it's rough, but I think yeah. two more days. I think I seen and it's supposed to drop. So. Yeah, we had a little bit of drops with cold front come through, but yeah. So. yeah. We still got two more days of 115 degree heat index tomorrow and Saturday. Yeah, that was us yesterday and today. <laughs> nope. Ugh. God, I work in a nice air conditioned pharmacy. My, my day job. <laughs> Can't quit my day job, that's for sure. That sounds amazing. Your podcast is great. Yeah, I love your stories. Appreciate it. What about you with your podcast? Talk about yours. So it's called Paranormal and Proud. And I basically talk about anything weird. You know, I love cryptids. I love hauntings. I love aliens, alien stories, alien abductions. You know, one of my episodes is on movie curses. I like the of the poltergeist and the exorcists and classic ones and like even a movie that never was made because people kept dying actors literally kept dying because it was so i don't know it's just never meant to be kind of thing it's really interesting and a few of my locations that i did podcasts on I actually got to visit which was really cool 
my first episode was on the Beast of Bray Road and a few weeks ago, a month ago, I think it was, there was a festival on that area. I was leaving the festival and I'm like, I have to take a detour. <laughs> I got to go down Bray Road, you know, down Elkhorn, Wisconsin. And um, so I drove down that road. I was really excited. And then I visited Devil's Den State Park down in Arkansas. I did an episode on that, and that was basically an alien abduction episode. Obviously, I was that we were there for like an hour. There's a storm rolling in, so and it was in the morning, so unfortunately, I didn't get to see any alien abductions. But <laughs> it was still it's really beautiful down there. I don't know if you've ever been down in Arkansas or Southern Missouri, but oh, oh yeah, yeah. I'm, my instructor, he's actually a. Uh, He's stationed out of Arkansas, and I go, I go out there. It's around Little Rock, and yeah. Then, um, so I'll go. Lucy, if I go there, and then I'll do some training, and I'll go to Hot Springs, and go chill at Hot Springs for a night or something like that, just to get away. That was actually Hot Springs beautiful. is probably one of the most one of the hottest places in the area, I think. But yeah, there's all the water underneath it, and. Mm-hmm. And all, then all the mob and uh, mob killings and stuff. There's quite a bit, quite a bit of stories and stuff you hear. I went, I right. went there and went to get a hotel room, and lady was just talking, just rambling to me about um, the Arrington Hotel and like her boyfriend uh, works works there and all the stuff that he's seen and all the weird stuff and just. Uh, I'm like, well, I guess I ain't staying there. <laughs> I stay outside of town. But yeah, we we um well we at, when we were coming back up from Devil's Den, you know, my boyfriend reminded me, hey, you know, the Crescent Hotel is like an hour out of the way. I'm like, oh, we're definitely stopping there. It was the coolest. Like you walk in and it's just so historical and so beautiful. You got an old antique look and fireplace and the grounds are just phenomenal and that one sits on limestone it sits on a limestone cliff plus it's got the mineral springs running underneath it which is supposedly the whole curing you know cured everything for people back then so it's like basically this hotel sitting on like a giant battery and you know if you've ever heard of the stone tape theory where that granite and limestone Basically, you know, it stores all of that in, you know, when it comes to residual hauntings. But it's really cool because, you know, it's got a really dark history, which is cool because a lot of people died. So it was a cancer hospital. This charlatan guy decided that he was going to cure cancer by using this mix of, I believe it was the mineral water mixed with some watermelon seeds crushed up in some alcohol basically and he'd injected those people and they weren't getting cured whatsoever they were dying so places i guess it's supposed to be haunted very haunted and they had like a morgue in the basement and they had all these jars full of like where he when the people would die he would take out the cancerous tumor and they would put it in a jar full of formaldehyde and they found a whole bunch of them so it's like this place has so much. I mean, even if it's not super haunted, it's got so much interesting history and a lot of sad history, but also a lot of cool mm-hmm. history. 
yeah, because yeah, this guy ended up getting put in jail and everything. So he got his after making money off of dying people. Yeah, a lot of people know that over history. All them snake salesmen and stuff over the history. It's is it, yeah. Even to this day, there's still people doing the same thing. Selling snake oil. Oh my god. I mean, even they've got these stores around here. I'm sure they're most malls. They're like the Egyptian stores. They sell all kinds of really cool knockoff artifacts and everything like that. But they've got all these perfumes and stuff and these oils that are supposed to like be aphrodisiacs and they're supposed to cure this and make you feel better. This and I bought one that was like this perfume that was like supposed to be worn by, you know, the queens of Egypt and everything. It just gave me a headache. It's like, now, <laughs> Queen of Egypt smells like a headache. <laughs> you might, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe she was just a pain in the butt and gave everybody a headache. Who knows? Yeah. Hard to say. But yeah, that was her. Yeah, most of us in the mind. That's what a lot of people use to try to, you know, get people to do that. You know, oh, yeah, this will work. And so somebody convinces themselves so much that it works that sometimes they'll ignore symptoms and stuff like that just because they want to believe so much. You know, yeah. cult, cultish, you know, really on that kind of thing. And there's also the placebo effect. The human brain is a very interesting, complex organ. I mean, I don't even think science has been able to completely explain the human brain. They have the basic understanding of it, but it's just like you can will something to happen so often. Like you're given a placebo, you have no idea it's a placebo, you think it's the real thing, and you start feeling better. And they're doing, you know, double-blind studies and everything. It's, it's amazing. You know, and then obviously for curing cancer, it's cancer is such an aggressive, awful disease. And drinking mineral water, being told that it's going to cure you, is not going to cure you kind of thing. Yeah. Unfortunately, cancer is hard to cure. It's not, and it typically does not just go away on its own. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, an There have been some uh, pretty amazing miracles sometimes, but. Sure. Yeah, I mean, my uncle was supposed to, you know, he wasn't expected to live very long. He had something called the glioblastoma, which is a very aggressive brain tumor that, you know, it's survivable, but it's, you put up a fight to survive it. And like he had like a small brain surgery, you know, didn't remove very much. And then he did the chemo the pill chemo and he was in remission so fast it was they couldn't believe how fast he was in remission you know it's it's pretty amazing they didn't they you know it was one of those ones that's like you know you're gonna be up for a long fight if you survive it's gonna it's gonna be a fight and sure enough he just you know he had a scan done and they're like wow you're in remission it didn't take long at all so it was pretty cool it was kind of it felt like a miracle Mm-hmm. there's all kinds of stuff and then there's stuff that people don't even realize they have like a doctor I used to work with her husband was the most healthy person 
He ran marathons. He scuba dived. He did all kinds of amazing stuff. He was a veterinarian and always was healthy. Never smoked, didn't really drink, lived a very healthy lifestyle. Died from a massive heart attack that they didn't even know that he was having blockages in his artery and everything. So it's just like you can, that kind of stuff can happen or miracles can happen. Life is just so unbelievable sometimes. Yeah, no doubt. And like it's, I don't know. Huh? Well, I look at it, I look at everything. Everything should have balance. I mean, it, dude, I mean, like you can't go one extreme to the other. Like, I mean, you can, I guess, but, but it's like, you know, if, like you said, the most healthiest person in the world, they've had that happen all the time, you know, I mean, they can mm-hmm. fall, drop in 20 something years old. Oh, yeah. You got somebody who smoked cigars and drank every day of their life for the last 80 years, and they live until they're 95 years old, you know. Yeah. Like, and it's like, how does that, you know, make sense? Exactly. You know, I look at like, okay, there's a balance, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I do, I don't eat the best, but I actually do work out and train. So I try to counterbalance everything, and which everybody believes just they can't. Uh, They've seen my my eating habits and stuff, and they're like, "How are you?" And you're gonna have blah 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 blah. Okay, whatever. All right, and I go do a physical every year, like a full panel physical. Everything comes out clean as a whistle. All my liver, all that stuff. They do. uh, ultrasounds and my glands and everything everything's perfect and they're like how's that possible i'm like dr pepper that's all i know just just dr pepper is it only the key to life that's what that 102 year old woman said at one time she was 102 and she was like the the guy was like and he she starts taking a sip right there in a little interview guy was like you drinking dr pepper she's like yeah it's good it's got sugar in it and and two doctors told me that I would die if I kept drinking it, and they're dead now, and I'm not. So, like, what's that guy's value? I'm like, okay. I was like, well, hell, I'm I'm gonna live forever then. If she's she's 102 drinking all the time and drinking three a day. I drink six, seven a day, and so I'd live forever. It just. <laughs> Do you think maybe maybe you're just pickling yourself from the inside, like your organs? <laughs> Well, I get them checked, though. I get them ultrasound. I get them checked. I get all the blood work, everything, all my liver and kidneys, all it's that Preserving stuff. them. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I, I get proud of myself lately because um, I drink more water during the day. <laughs> it's like my big, I'm doing better. I'm drinking more water. But it's a little it's thing. something. Yeah. Exactly. Little things that count. I mean, I work full time. I'm a mom. I do this podcasting thing. It's like I do my best. I guess when you wake up every day, just putting your best foot forward, saying, you know what? Life isn't perfect, but I love it. And I'm going to do my best. And I'm going to do my best to make people smile because that's, you know, it, even if like, I don't make everybody laugh or everybody smile. Let me just get that one person to laugh or crack a smile or something, you know, bring a little bit of cheer, brightness to their day, you know, because, yeah, I get the whole mental health thing. I deal with that myself. And I know a lot of people that deal with it. And I know that sometimes 
you know, you don't know what people are going through. And sometimes mm. people just need that little bit of light, a little bit of brightness temporarily just to be like, okay, it's not so bad. You know, I got a reason to smile, even if I'm acting like a goofball kind of thing. So, oh, yeah, yeah. I always say on all the time, it's like, you got to keep on keeping on. And, you know, and, and you really, like you said, you you never know what you're going to do, what, like uh, how you can touch somebody with just something simple. I remember there was a little kid come out to my mama. My mom used to be a libra- librarian. And um, until she retired, we'll just put it that way. But, uh, uh they turn around and he come up there and was I was just talking to him and and uh, and I I think mom said something to him if I remember right and then he just started talking to me about you know martial arts and this and I just started talking to him back he was probably like six seven years old or something like that and I was talking to him back I mean I uh, and uh, and come to find out like he after that conversation he went and started doing martial arts and like to this day he's still doing like it it motivated him to do it and it was like it's like you know mom posted a little thing on facebook every once in a while kind of reminder stuff it's kind of you know it's like this reminds me like just a little moment of goodness a little moment of kindness can go a long way and make somebody go you know there's a lot of people on a teetering edge, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. You never know. Kind of a, uh, I was looking at like, like Frank Castle and the Punisher. It's like, you know, just one bad day, you could turn somebody and go bad and go very bad. Or, oh, yeah. you know, if somebody's on the edge and bouncing across on the edge, you can actually make them come back and be on and be, mm-hmm. uh, be all right again. You know, it's, you know, you never know when it's going to happen, but, it, you know, you can't be like, well, I, I got to do, no, you just got to go with the flow, but try to be to put your, I think, you know, put your best foot forward all the time as best you can. You know, life gets in the way and life is, <laughs> causes you to be upset sometimes, but, you know, you best, but it happens, but just try, you know, you try to, you know. Yeah, you know, we all have a down day. It makes a difference. Yeah, it does. You know, I mean, when I'm having a down day, you know, sometimes a friend at work or something will kind of notice, you know, oh, she's being extra quiet today. What's going on? Do something goofy to make me laugh. Okay, I'm like, no, all right, I needed that. It's great. I needed that in my life today, just something goofy, because at my job, we have no trouble roasting each other and kind of picking at each other. And it's nice because nobody takes offense to it. It's not one of those things where everybody's like, oh, no, no we just goof off. We have fun sometimes, like pull out the ner- and some will pull out a Nerf gun or something goofy like that. You know? Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we don't do that work, but we, we'll cut up a lot of times and stuff or all this talk be joking with uh with truck driver and stuff. I got truck drivers on the C B radio and stuff. Like one several years ago he hit he um if he hears this he's gonna beat me up. But he he forgot he was on the phone and forgot to put his bed down and he hit a brand new bridge with his he didn't hurt the bridge but he ripped the fifth wheel and stuff and trailer off the 
uh, brand new interstate right around here. And uh, he ripped the brit trailer rod off the truck. And oh, so no. Was it yesterday? I said something and I heard, and I thought about it, and I was messing with one of our truck drivers. And I said, said something to him. I said, Well, I said, He can't be close because he would have said something to me. And if it wasn't two minutes later, I heard him on the radio talk to that same truck driver. And I called a hard at that truck driver. And I said, like, Hey, man, uh, I said, Watch out for bridges. And he started going off and telling me he's going to beat me up and everything. He's just cutting up. And I said, well, that's all right. You know, with all that viral video with that boat fight and everything. I said, well, I got two folding chairs in here waiting for you, buddy. And he was like, I'll take a rain check then. And he just just being silly and stuff. I mean, I've known all these guys for almost 20 years. And we just, we have fun and talk crap. And uh, it's a, it's a good time. Used to have one. He was. God rest his soul. He'd come in and he would get on the radio and he would talk crap to everybody and everybody would yell just and raise ten kinds of hell. And he'd get oh, the window for me to hand a ticket out and he would be laughing. He was laughing so hard he was crying. He was just and I just I just bust out laughing too and had his ticket and just gone. Nice. He got cancer several years ago and uh Last time I got to really talk to him, he come into office and stuff, and he was just kind of down, and and uh, he yeah. came in there and and heard a couple of the truck drivers. He normally talk mess, and I was like, "Grab that mic, give him hell," and he got on there and started raising ten kinds of hell, and he just perked up and felt good, you know. And mm-hmm. the last time I got to see him really like that, but, that's know. good. You know that little last. Fun time that you can remember him by. Yeah, yeah, me too. It's a different time now. Definitely. How uh, we doing on time? Speaking of time. Uh, yeah, speaking of time, we got less than three minutes now. So. Wow, time flies when you're having fun, doesn't it? Yes, no doubt, no doubt. Ones are wondering we. I'm haven't paid for Zoom yet, so we have a forty minute window. So if this goes well, I might spend the I might spend that dollar, a couple dollars, and see how it goes. But Voila. experimenting right now, he'll <laughs> read us spend the money. But uh, I guess go ahead and if you want to do an outro, go ahead and uh, say your. Um, piece. I, I mean, I didn't plan anything, but I guess you know mm-hmm. everybody. Plug, plug your plug your thing one more time. Plug all your stuff. Well, I guess when we drop the show, all the links will be dropped in. You can hear me on about any platform except for Apple. I haven't figured that one out yet. And also you can find me on the KUAP Digital Broadcasting, the Trouble Minds Radio Network, which is super amazing. They're doing a live stream right now, which I'm going to be fashionably late for, which is totally fine because this was the best. <laughs> So paranormal until in- like 12 o'clock anyway it's okay that's true three more they're gonna go for three good hours so it'll be fine yeah and i'm on i'm on apple spotify google um what was the other one i'm on i got one more or something like that but you know you can check me out all aip anything is possible and 
which I truly believe it. Anything is possible. We, if he puts your mind to it, we can, you can uh, make magic happen for sure. Including figuring out the Zoom thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, this is magic right here. <laughs> Hopefully, it all works. Thanks to COVID, it became a thing. So, I yeah. guess. Well, they had it before, but, uh, but yeah. We use it more now. But as I always say, eat some chicken grease. It's about to cut off. <laughs> All right, my friends, that is it. I hope you enjoyed the collaboration of Paranormal and Proud and Anything is Possible podcast with Ricky Pike. It was definitely a fun experience and we're definitely going to do it again. And as we learn, hopefully we'll refine the audio and the recording process and everything. As you all know, who've listened to me before in most of my podcasts, I always try to give a little bit of a positive message, you know, because I know mental health is such a stigmatized issue nowadays. I mean, it used to be far worse, but there's still a lot of issues out there with people being afraid to speak up and come forward when they're having issues and just be kind to each other because you never know when somebody is having a rough time in their life. A lot of people hide it and I used to be one of those and thankfully I was able to put that aside and get the help I needed because it'll eat away at you and just don't be afraid. There's people out there that care and there's lots of different resources that you can turn to. I guess all I can do is just keep spreading the message and give as much love and light to the world as I possibly can and others who do the same I really appreciate you as well because there needs to be more of that. It's a really dark place sometimes and we need to lighten it up a bit. Bring some laughs, bring some positivity you know, I always say if I can make one person smile or laugh or just brighten up their day a little bit every day I've done my job for the day and that's what really matters in this world is kindness, love, light, get rid of the negativity. Anyway, my beautiful people, again, you can find me on the KUAP Digital Broadcasting Troubled Minds Radio. You can also find me on most podcast platforms. I've got my link tree in the comments, and I also have a link to Ricky's podcast as well. I hope you all have a fantastic evening, and always take care of yourselves and take care of each other. Thanks. Have a wonderful night.